microphone and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! Right now in a state of mind I wanna be in like all the time Ain't got no tears left to cry So I'm picking it up, picking it up I'm loving, I'm living, I'm picking it up I'm picking it up, picking it up I'm loving, I'm living, I'm picking it up I'm picking it up, picking it up I'm living, so we turn it up. Yeah, we turn it up. Ain't got no tears in my body. I ran up a boy. I like it. I like it. I like it. Don't matter how, what, when, who tries it. We out here vibing. We vibing. We vibing. Episode 92. Reggie White, I think he was. Named. Yeah, that's what I would have said. That's good. I guess that's synonymous then. Dude, we're doing two of these like within close proximity to each other. I know. What do you think of this feisty cherry, buddy? Oh, you got these Diet Coke feisty cherries. It's okay. I think it's pretty good. I know what you're saying. There's a little kick to it. It's got a little spice. Um, I could do that. I don't know what's spice. in there. But it's got some, got some stuff. lots of chemicals. <laughs> I'm like, listen, and I'm not, I'm not here to criticize because I have a healthy addiction to Diet Coke, so I'm not. But it's a lot of chemicals. There's some stuff in there. Yeah. So, uh, what are we talking about today? Um, we're gonna do our our year in review of music. And I made a top ten list. I'm guessing you didn't. No, but I have. Uh... I made a playlist on uh, iTunes of the songs that I like from the year. How many songs are on your playlist? Not that many. Yikes. Like five? Uh, like ten. Well, then you have basically a top ten list. I guess, but I, basically I don't really like list. the songs. I just... Okay. There's some songs that I don't like, but I feel like it should be on it. Well, we're going to do that. We're going to go over... You wanted to talk about the end. You needed some help talking about the end of Homecoming. Yeah. Um, so we'll we'll have to spoiler alert ahead of time on that. And then we were going to talk about college bowl games. And then you saw some movies, I think. Oh yeah, but that could just be like notes and yeah, stuff. Yeah, we're going to do some notes. All right, let's do I've some got notes. A couple notes. Uh, my first note is uh, the Oscars. Have you heard about what's going to happen here? They're toying with the idea of not having a host. Of just like having random people go up there and just doing little bits and stuff. Well, that'll get the viewers. Supposedly they did it like once in the past and it worked out great. Or, or do we think Jimmy Kimmel is going to like just... No, I don't think it'll be him. But it's... Um, I was listening to somebody today to say, why didn't they just offer like Lin-Manuel Miranda a bunch of money? Like from the get-go. Like... It's perfect timing for that guy, <laughs> you know? I mean, they may have, and he maybe said no, but... Which I'm really excited to watch Mary Poppins. Oh, well, there you go. Thanks I, for bringing it over. Well, uh... I saw it a second time. It doesn't need a second viewing. I'm just going to say that. Mary but Poppins. You saw it a second time on probably a disc. Yeah, the first time I saw it in the theater. Which yeah, made it way I'm sure but, it's yeah. probably a little different. It's a little bit better of a theater movie. Yeah. Uh, I might wait. I don't know. I'm trying to decide whether or not to wait and see it in the theater when I go back to North Carolina. But. Well, maybe you should watch it and then go like 
your niece or something to see it when you're back. Sure. You know? You don't have to necessarily match those things up that way. They can match I like to way. experience it first. Okay. Um, so I was watching, uh, my other note was I was watching the, before you came over, the new Buster Douglas uh, documentary on ESPN came out. It was like 42 to 1? Yeah. So I didn't know that that was a new, is that not a 30 for 30? It's a 30 for 30. I fucking hate ESPN in these 30 for 30s. Like, I have it set up on my, um, on my, like, DVR to tape, like, the 30 for 30s. I mean, maybe it did tape. Something was taping when I left. I bet you that's what it was. Maybe I shouldn't get so mad without <laughs> seeing it first. Um, but, like, I've been trying to find the last days of night. That was on right before it. I didn't get, I didn't watch that whole thing. I've been, I, like, typed it in, like, five different ways into, like, Search like within the last week, it should have come up. You could probably, it's probably on like you know, later on tonight when it's like, uh, yeah, I'll look it up. God, and then because I, I don't want to, I, I love the, I love the docs, I love the, the sports docs. I think the 30 for 30 is not very good though, yeah. But what I did take out of this whole uh show was that watching Mike Tyson fight just never gets old. Yeah. Like watching all of his knockout clips, like just will never be not fun to watch. Him destroying people. Yeah. And you like watch these documentaries of the time when heavyweight boxing was like the king back then. And like you're like, when is the new heavyweight? When are we getting this guy? Like when is our new like oh. heavyweight is heavyweight boxing gone? Is, like, is it ever coming back? Well, they got some good. I mean, Klitschko was around for a while, but right. no one really watched but, it. But remember, we watched that Klitschko fight last year. They have that Tyson Fury, which was like supposedly the fight of the year. Yeah. I didn't see that. I didn't see it either. I did see the Lomachenko fight. This, which he the eleventh round was a clinic. What he did to that guy. Yeah. It was like unbelievable. That guy's really good. Um, but not a heavyweight. Uh, He's just like ESPN's like guy. Lomachenko? Yeah, he's like always on ESPN. Um, they did say at the very end of the documentary that Buster Douglas, you know, because you remember what happened. So he beat him, and then his next fight was versus Holyfield, and then got knocked out. And right. he was all fat and overweight because he was, like, partying and all this stuff. And uh, he got, like, they don't show that, but there's just, like, a little, like, thing that just says... Uh, that he got twenty four million dollars. Wow! To for to fight uh, Holyfield. Holyfield. But not a very good documentary. Okay. But uh, watching Mike Tyson fights always there's a lot of clips of him beating people's ass. Uh, How long is it? Is it like an hour, hour and a half? Hour. All right. It's uh, but it's all like you know the Spinks fight. There's you know it's like they show the whole. That whole fight, they showed the other fight, the Burbick, him, like, destroying, winning the championship. Um, I don't know. But they, these documentaries, that they're content. I don't know if it's the Bill Simmons of, like, uh, thing. But well, it was him and that guy, Connor, that created like, it. Eh. I don't know. I'm, well, you know what it is? What I think it is, is it's not Bill Simmons as much as it's when he did it. Uh, that group that originally did it, him and Connor Shell or whatever the guy's, Connor or something, 
they decided to reach out to filmmakers to say, hey, what story do you want to take make? And so they went out to, like, like movie filmmakers, independent filmmakers, like, whatever, and just said, what film do you want to make? And they said, oh, we want to, you know, I, like, um, like Peter, fuck it, well, what's his name? Peter Berg was like, I want to do one about Gretzky. You know, no, that one's not the best, but, yeah. but, like, you could tell that he, like, you know, whereas now I think they're just assigning subjects. They're like, all right, well, we want to do a documentary. Like, the next one's going to be on Dion. We want to yeah, do, we, we do a documentary on Dion Sanders, right? So rather than being reaching out to, say, like, Spike Lee, maybe like, hey, what do you want to do a 30 for 30 on? And he says Dion Sanders. They're like, we've got one on Dion Sanders. Who wants to do it? And then they circle the drain, and they finally get to whoever. And I think that's the problem. Also tonight on documentary, uh, one that came out is this surfing one on HBO. I saw that. Well, the trailer for it. And it's supposed to be awesome. It's by the guy that did um, the two Escobar. Wait, let me hold that. I thought I forget which one he did. I yeah, I gotta. I'm gonna tape that tonight. Um, I'm gonna try to find that. I want to remember which one he did. I think he did the two Escobars. He did one of the really really good thirty for thirties. You keep talking. I'll, I'll figure out what it, what it was. I don't really know what I'm going to talk about. I, That's a, your only note. Um, those are my two notes. Oh, Godzilla trailer came out. Looked really good. I'm excited for that. I didn't even see the last one. The last Godzilla. Yeah, you saw the last Godzilla. I don't think I did. What? What? what which one was that? You definitely saw it because you were like, I really want more Godzilla in my movie, my Godzilla movie. Oh, oh, that's the one with, with Brian Cranston? Yeah. That's right. I get the Godzillas and the King Kongs mixed up. But uh, the new the new Godzilla movie looks awesome. All the monsters are in it. Well, you think that all of these like look awesome. Well, the monsters, all the monsters are in it. Okay. We got Mothra, we got some Ghidra, we got some things. Yeah, it's Momentum Generation, that's what it's called. Yeah, um... And those guys, it's like two brothers, and they did um, they did the two Escobars. They were producers on it. Um, yeah. So speaking of documentaries, I saw the uh, finally saw the Mister Rogers documentary. Nice. Got the screener. Really good. Yeah, they did. They directed the two Escobars. Sorry, I'm just I'm just double. I just want to make sure I'm. I was trying to fill some time. Thanks. So, what'd you see? Uh, won't the, you be my neighbor? Oh yeah, it was really good. It is. It's. it's good. Yeah. I have a feeling I'll wind up in the top ten list when we do our movies. I thought just the uh, there's like so many moments that you're just like, like he didn't really care about like what content is you're showing, and if you watch Kidding, there's like a whole like basically section of Kidding where he wants to. Talk to kids about death and stuff. Yes. Isn't that kind of the opening of it? And that's basically like, uh, I mean, he does a whole, like, episode after the Kennedy assassination. Right. Yeah, Robert Kennedy. Yeah. And he talks about how, like, uh, you know, tells kids about assassination, what it means, and, like, you know, all this shit. And you're just like, oh, I guess that's where we got the idea from. Well, Robert Kennedy is a subject in the, one of the movies I saw, Green Book. Oh, okay. he's, he's got a big scene in, in it. 
He's not so, in it, but his name yeah. gets thrown around. What is? What's your opinion of Green Book? Green Book's my favorite movie of the year. I just thought it was like, look, it's not a perfect movie, but it hits everything that I like. I loved it. I like loved it. I was like all over the place with it. Vigo? I think that guy, everything, is, every choice that guy makes is good. Sebastian Maniscalco, you like that? Yeah, I like that. that hey, perfect role for that guy, right? It was like yeah. Dyson, um, Stars Born. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just loved it. I loved it. I like when he, like, uh, well, I guess we shouldn't talk about it. But, uh, when, um, but they were good together. Yeah. They were very good together. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's really hard to tell a new story about old racism. Yeah, that's what I was saying before. It's like, all these scenes have been done in so many movies, but you just do it in like a, not hit you over the head with it. Like, it could have been like, so, like, the movie Crash was like, yeah, like, this is dead on. Yeah. And it's like, this, this is, is the good guy. This is the bad guy. You know, it's I like. I mean, he says that he's like going to Deep South to do this and you know what's going to happen. Right. Uh, but. Uh, no, it's it's just, yeah, it, it it's. Um, I loved it. And I just, I. It's probably my, it was the most, it was like the most I like got into a movie. I mean, I probably got into Creed more just because it's Rocky. Yeah. No, but like, but in all honesty, it was probably my favorite, probably my favorite movie of the year so far. Uh, there was like a scene where like he threw this guy up against a wall and I have a feeling like, and if you notice, I don't know if you noticed, but he like literally like put the guy into the wall. Like, the, yeah, the wall I know what you're talking about. The wall was broke. Like, I feel like that wasn't production. Like, that wasn't what was supposed to happen. Like, they accidentally, like, put the guy. He was just like. I mean, think of Morton's place. Like, you think about. And I kept thinking about why he was in Carlito's way. And he played, like, um, Hispanic gangster in that, in a wheelchair. And I love that he, he could just play like anything. gains, like, so much weight, yeah. and then he can, like, lose it. Well, if you like that, you should see Vice. I'm just going to tell you that. Um,. What what does a terrible job of of telling the story that we've all heard before is on the basis of sex, which is what I watched today. I want to see this because I like uh, your big RBG fan. No, I, yeah, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah, yeah big Ruth Bader Ginsburg fan. Uh, so who's yeah, you? Wait, I, I would totally wait, forgot about. I apologize. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm dying to know who you're a big fan of in this. When you, when you, What's the uh, lead actress's name? She's Felicity gonna, Jones. Yeah, yeah, I like Felicity Jones. Ugh. I don't. I mean, look. I get that she's supposed to be good, and she's really good in Rogue One. There's an argument that we've had, or maybe we haven't had, but for crazy that movie, Crazy Beautiful or Crazy Love, yeah, remember that something? Yeah, uh, crazy with like, her and yeah. uh, and um, Anton, the kid that. No, but it was away. her and uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Like, which one you would take in that movie? Like, which girl you would take? We never had this argument. We haven't had it? No. So, which one would you go for? Like, the characters yeah. or her? But but she's also the main character in the movie, so, like, I am kind of know a lot more about her. I don't remember exactly Jennifer Lawrence's character in that. Jennifer Lawrence was like his girlfriend, right? After she like got deported or whatever. It's really hard to. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you'd say it, I think it was Jennifer Lawrence. Well, I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> yeah, I guess I could see why you'd say that. 
I mean, that's an old movie. But it's I like, Crazy Beautiful yeah. or whatever. I gotta look it up. Crazy Love? Something like that, yeah. Crazy Love. Uh, um, but uh, I like her as an actress. She was good in Rogue One. Um, she's uh, she's had an interesting uh, career. So far. But what I was like, I was trying to figure it out. Like, what else? And then I totally forgot this movie was even like out. And then these Golden Globes came out, and she wasn't even on there. And I'm like, they were like saying that she was going to be nominated. It's definitely not Crazy Beautiful. Crazy Beautiful is a Kirsten Dunst movie. Okay, that's Crazy Love, I think. Yeah. All right, All right I'm going to keep looking for it. So, yeah, so... Um, it's not the first time I looked her up today because, I, like I said, I was watching this and I was like, you know, I don't I, think she's all that great. She was terrible on Saturday Night Live and that's what really made me... She like, was really bad on Saturday Night Live. But I, I like a lot of the movies or choices she's made in terms of acting. But I don't even... But after, like, what else... What else was she in? A Monster Calls? She was in yeah. that uh, movie with your buddy Eddie Redmayne. Oh, God. Uh, where she was nominated for that. She was nominated for that. No, that wasn't... That The that was Alicia Stephen Vikander. Hawkins. Stephen Hawkins. That wasn't her? That was a... yeah, No, it was her. Okay. Stephen Hawkins movie. No, it wasn't. Yes, I'll it bet was. you. I'll bet you money. Are you looking at it right now? I'm going to look it up right no, now. No, before you look at it, I'll bet you right now. Sure, 20 it was bucks. Alicia Vikander. No, that was Alicia McCander was the Danish girl. We're gonna take a look. Um, Theory of everything. You owe me twenty bucks. Shit. Like crazy is the uh, like crazy was the other one. Theory of everything. Okay. Um. So I don't know. I like her. I think she's uh, she's a good actress. So talk, let's talk about it on the basis of sex since we're on it. Because um, I totally even forgot this movie was even like out. Yeah, well, I think a lot of people did. And uh, when the nominations came out, like her name is not even on there. And in the beginning of the year, when people were talking about this movie, they were like, "Oh, she's going to be nominated." Right. So, oh, that's right. She Alicia Vikander is in the other stupid Eddie Rain, Redmayne movie. That's what I said. Yeah, I know. I just the figured, I just figured it out. Yeah, not the one reason. I'm, <laughs> I hate Eddie Redmayne. <laughs> Um, but okay. Um, yeah, I, so I, why was it not good? It's just, uh, you know, how you said, have you seen RGB? No, but you know, you said like, RBG? Some, they try to beat you over that, like how green book doesn't beat you over the head with it. This kind of beats you over the head with it a little bit. Like everything in the movie is a subject of, of this. Like there was a scene. It was like, so do, they, do they, they age her? No. No, because it's, it's about it's about a specific period. Oh, it's yeah. about a specific case, and when she comes in, like the first scene is like, "Oh, women can't do this," you know, whatever. And then they cut to her doing something else where everybody's just mean to her. And I was like, "People, oh, she went. She goes to the hospital because her husband like goes to the hospital, and like everybody there is like treating her like she's like a, just a dumb girl." And I'm like, "Look, if you're in the hospital, people are gonna." People are going to help you. It's, it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman at that point. Like, it, I'm sorry. I know what you're saying, like, that women had it. But, like, it was like, we not, we just didn't need all those scenes to be that rough. I, I, I'm just, you know, whatever. It's, it's, it's not a very, it's not a terribly interesting movie. Sorry. It's just right. not. Cool. Um, but, yeah. Well, 
I guess I'll put that at the bottom of my list to watch. Um, okay. Have you, is that all, are we all caught up in your I notes? Think, I guess so. Oh, no. Uh, the one thing I did want to tell you about is um, I, I just read this, some, that this, there was an Irish woman um, who married a ghost of a 300-year-old pirate. Uh, she, she just claimed that they've, they've split up. Um, she married this Haitian pirate named Jack earlier this year. Um, and it was a wedding to her soulmate that took place on board of a boat in international waters off the Irish coast. So she could, she's Irish. Um, but the Irish mirror reports that the couple have called it quits, uh, a day after less than a year. Um, and he's a ghost. Yeah, yeah, it's a ghost of a 300-year-old Haitian pirate. Um, so they did a little bit of uh, Pirates of the Caribbean where they got married in the middle of the ocean? I guess so. So she she went on social media and announced, so I feel it's time to let everyone know that my marriage is over. I will explain all in due course, but for now all I want to say is be very careful when dabbling in spirituality. It's not something to mess with. The The... Newspaper goes on to say the split is another blow for Jack after he purportedly was executed for thieving on the high seas in the 1700s. <laughs> uh, she is apparently a Pirates of the Caribbean fan, and she told the Irish Post that she spent um, 4,000 quid to look like Captain Jack Sparrow in, from the movie. So, Which we had some video. Yeah, well, it or doesn't. Photos or something. Yeah. Oh well, this is her. I guess I could I could post that. No, oh, she looks nice. She's in her forties. Hey. All right. We're we're one step away. So there you go. Um, that's my last note. All right. So uh, I think you should lead this uh, music discussion. It's kind of your thing. And then, or do you want to talk about homecoming first? We'll close. Oh, let, let's do the homecoming. Let's do homecoming right. first. Just because this is going to be short, I think. All right, so Homecoming. It's a show of Julia Roberts. Yeah. Sam Esmail, who did uh, Mr. Robot. Yeah, it's a fantastic show. Great show. It's like... You, mean, it's one of my favorites this year. Yeah, me too. It's just like, it's really intense, um, smart. It's like all the things that he does really the well. The music is really, yeah. really good in it. And like, it's really a quick... It's short attention span... It's weird because it's like the episodes were short, but there was so much in there that you needed to pay attention to. I thought felt like okay, um, yeah, not my not my strong suit, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I loved it. I thought Julia Roberts was great. Um, I love the whole episode where they like try to escape, and then they go to that town, and you find out like or Lip from Shameless, yeah. like we needed more Lip. I needed more lip in this. Okay. And then uh, there are a couple, like, little, uh, you know, Easter eggs, not Easter eggs, but little, like, things in that. Like, what, the guy had the uh, Shea Wiggum, who played the uh, DOD guy, had, like, the, the was Pat, like, Flip gave him the, uh, the leaf that had the stuff on it. Right. Which that never came out, but I guess you're supposed to, like... Well, at the end, yeah, you're supposed to remember that. Believe that he's going to turn that in and break this whole case open, right? Or get it tested for whatever it is. Sure. My biggest problem with the show, and you got to like suspension of disbelief here, but when they actually like 
go to the hospital. He has suspension of belief. What did I say? Disbelief. Suspension of belief. So, so if you have, I, listen, if you have a suspension of disbelief, it would be a wonderful way to walk through life. Right, well, if you could just believe everybody all the time and be like, hey, the country's going great. Suspension yeah, of disbelief. <laughs> That's what Trump has. All right, keep going. So, um, there's a whole scene where they finally get out. When you know, like, from the beginning, this is not ruining anything, that they are going to get out. Um, and they get out in a way that they actually have to go to the hospital. Like, it says in their file that they went, they don't show you them go to the hospital, okay. but they get, like, comatose. And they, like, have to actually go to the, uh, like, like, a real hospital. And no one tested their blood to, like... And saw, like, the shit that was in their blood and, like, started asking questions. It seemed like the, all this stuff was just happening. Uh, and, like, no one really was just like, eh. I, I, I gotta tell you, as a viewer, I was just kind of like, eh. I don't know. I didn't, I don't even, I don't even recall that being, like, a thing. It just doesn't. It was a thing. Oh. Especially, uh, um, Julia Roberts when she, like, eats the food. And she's like all just fucked up. That's a pretty good scene. Yeah. She's, can we just say we're happy that she's back? I didn't see, did you see her movie? What's hers? Ben is back? No, I haven't seen Ben is yeah. back. I heard she's really good at it. So I think it's good. I think Julia Roberts is in this. It's her first TV show, I think, right? I had this question when I was watching it. Yeah. I had this question. Is she the biggest movie star of our time? Like, like not female, not now. No, no. I mean, when she was a movie star, when she was like the biggest thing. No. Who Tom, was bigger? Tom Cruise was the biggest. You think when Tom Cruise was bigger, he was bigger than her when she was big? Yes. Okay. I don't have a problem with that. I'm not saying and this is. She was very. She was definitely an A-lister. Yeah. Say. Yeah. But Tom I mean, Cruise was like the biggest movie star. Like, but when was he the biggest movie star? I mean, all of his movies were just huge. I mean, are we going to go through this time? No, I'm just, but I'm just saying, like, I'm talking about... All right, make your argument for uh, Julia Roberts now. Like, when she did Pretty Woman, every, like, after she did it, it's actually really right on par with Tom Cruise, right? Right after Tom Cruise did Risky Business or Top Gun, he, after he did Top Gun, okay. he was, like, the biggest thing in the planet. After she did Pretty Woman, she was the biggest thing in the planet at that time. Yeah. Now uh, her price tag hers, was twenty million. Right. Hers didn't last as long, obviously, because he's still, you know. Um, so I do agree that, like, if you're gonna look at overall body of, but I, I just mean for in the moment, Tom Cruise is a good answer to that. And he is. I I was just trying to. I wasn't. I'm more to play devil's advocate. I don't fully believe it, but. What was Tom Cruise's next her, movie after Top Gun? Would you put was her it Days of Thunder? Of, uh, would you put her ahead of um, George Clooney? Yes, he had a, he had a, without a doubt. He had a run. Yeah, but but George Clooney was a TV guy before. You know what I mean? So like, it wasn't like this ascension. It was like an ascension in the stardom. It wasn't just like, oh my god, here's our biggest movies. You know. But it's, no, Clooney's in the discussion. But I still, I think after she did Pretty Woman, she was such a big deal. He didn't. He didn't have a movie Clooney where all of a sudden he was that 
he did this movie, and now he's like this big, you know. All right, so he does Top Gun. Okay. Then he does Color Money. Right, which, which is... didn't make that much money. Right. But then he made Cocktail, which made $172 million. Right. Rain Man, $400 million. Right. Born on the 4th of July, $161 million. Days of Thunder made $158 million. Uh, Far and Away made 138. A Few Good Men 243. The Firm 270. Right, but now you're getting into yeah. now you're getting I mean, into I'm longevity. Saying, like I'm I'm, just, I'm I'm just talking about that initial burst. I mean, he had a he had a nice little burst. Yeah, I just wanted to ask the question. I didn't. Let's, I didn't. Let's check out Julia Roberts real quick. Um, because like I I can't believe Days of Thunder only made 158 million. Well, back then that was a lot of money. I know, but we, you said earlier Rain Man made four hundred million. Yeah, Rain Man made double. Well, everyone saw that movie. I understand, but that's still. Uh... Days of Thunder is not for everyone. All right, so what are we? Who do you think would make more money if they both came out today? Definitely Days of Thunder. Over what? Rain Man. Oh yeah. All right, so Pretty Woman comes out. She does Flatliners. Which is probably... 60 million. Okay. Sleeping with the Enemy was a huge hit. Right. Dying Young. Oh, that movie. That movie. Uh, Hook made like 300 million. But she's, that's not really her movie. You're right. Then she does The Pelican Breathe, which made a lot of money. I Love Trouble. No, it, no. Didn't make, didn't make that, that didn't, right? Then she goes on to do a bunch of movies that don't make any money. Wait, when does, like, Notting Hill and shit come in, in, uh, like... Then she has a resurgence with My Best Friend's Wedding. Then she does Conspiracy Theater, Stepmom Made a Lot of Money, Notting Hill. Right, but... Runaway Bride. Right, so Notting Hill's that much more... Aaron Brockovich, and she right. wins the, uh... Right, but then again, that's getting, like... All right. So she had, like, a... My, my Best Friend's Wedding, Conspiracy Theater, Stepmom... Notting Hill, Runaway Bride, Aaron Brockovich. Okay. And then she's America's sweetheart. Um, it's just, an, it's just a, it's, yeah. I was just wondering. Um, but I'm glad that you went with Tom Cruise. And like, I was thinking of like, who are some other people she you could She was in own. Ocean's Eleven? Yeah. She's Tess. She's his ex-wife. I don't remember her being in that movie. Dude, are you serious? You remember being in two? I remember that. I remember two. But I do not remember. She's the whole like she's the the woman dating Andy Garcia, and that's why they okay. they tell us it's not about Tess. Anyway, that's terrible. You don't remember that. I don't remember. I haven't seen Ocean's Eleven in so long. Um, you're just a big Ocean's Eight fan. Oh yeah, huge Ocean's Eight. So yeah, so back to Homecoming. Uh, I like. Are you gonna be able? Are you gonna watch Sam Mashmel's like every show now? Are you like in on Yeah, it? I mean I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it the first episode or two a try for sure. Uh, you know? well the final season of Mr. Robot's coming up. Yeah. So we're gonna be very confused about what's going yeah. on, but it'll be great. I'm gonna I'm looking forward to reading lots of Wikipedia pages about the last episodes. <laughs> the recast. Yeah. And then yeah. Um But so do we do do we need to get into that last scene of homecoming? So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm not sure what the last scene meant. 
So the last scene, like, uh, do you want? Do we want to talk about it? I, I think we kind of did it on our, on our own. Okay. You know, I don't think it's we're gonna. No, it's fine. I guess we can have a discussion off off the podcast for anyone that's listening that wants to talk about it. Yeah, if it's you want to know where we stand on the end of Homecoming, I think we both agreed though. I don't know if we both agreed. All right. So you think she or he remembered? I did. I did, but I think I was wrong. I think after discussion, I think that that it's just that he's the same person that he was, and that's good enough. Kind of a prankster. No, not a prankster. It's just like that's like that's his thing. Well, he was prank. He was all right because she because she like was so like OCD, and he was like messing with her. I don't know if I called prankster, but okay, sure. He liked to do little like things to fuck up the system. Um, anyway. I like I like things. Do you do you hate when things are left ambivalent like that? Mm, I don't think it was no. Like I don't think the uh, this type this wasn't extremely ambivalent. This was just like one little bit. I know, but. Um, but I do feel like if you're watching a show, you need to, like, fill us in on everything. Don't leave the... I don't like the open cliffhangers. <laughs> okay. You know, there's a great... Speaking of open cliffhangers, um, I was reading something, and they were talking about, like, cliffhangers with television shows and at wrapping it up and who did it well and not. And then somebody brought up Lost, and they apparently... If you go on... Um. Oh, what is that website? There's a website that I, I have to remember. Um, but if you go on, you can look up every unanswered. There's a, a video mashup of every unanswered question in Lost. It's like eight minutes long. It is amazing. All right, it I, is amazing. I, I um, what what they didn't like? How many things they just decided to just let go? Yeah. Oh, there's so many. The whole smoke monster thing. Um, I watched, um, while you're looking it up, I watched The Bodyguard. Oh, okay. I think everyone needs to pump the brakes on The Bodyguard. Oh, yeah? It was good. But, I mean, it wasn't, like, the best show of the year, even though it's been nominated for all this stuff. College Humor put it out. That's who it was. It was College Humor. Yeah. But it's six episodes, so it's short. Okay. Um, How many episodes in are you? I finished. Oh, you did it. Oh, and everyone needs to pump the brakes. You did six episodes? Yeah. Because I had all your screeners. Yeah, you did. You had all my screeners. (laughs) I didn't know what to watch. I watched uh, the Jungle Book movie, too. Um, Mogwai? I watched Mogwai. Is that good? It's it's really good. Okay. It's not... It started off rough. Yeah? Like the... uh, the integration with, uh, we're getting off topic, integration with uh, live action and we really have a topic? CGI. No. CGI and, like, live action was a little rough in the beginning. Okay. Because there's just, like, little babies sitting there, and then, like, they're, like, animals, CGI animals, like, acting off of the baby. And it was very weird, like, for a minute. And I was just, like, because the baby was, like, go, 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 you're making all these noises. And then, like, they're, like... What is this man cub? What is this? You know? It was very weird. But uh, as I got into the story, I was like, I'm into this. 
it's very dark. Like it's definitely there's no singing. Okay. No singing. This there's is, no bare necessities. No bare necessities. It's very. Uh, there's a lot of killing, a lot of violence in it. Um, I liked it. I thought it was good. Okay. And unfortunately, the other Jungle Book came out and made a shit ton of money, and basically they're like, we can't even release this because it's going to be compared to it. And no one's going to see it. Yeah. But well, you should know that if you're going to put that kind of time. And well, money they were in the trying thing. to. They were all. They were shooting both of them at the same time, yeah. trying to beat out the other one. That's just weird. I know. That's like when they did that with uh, Wyatt Earp. Yeah, they did have two Wyatt Earp movies. And Tombstone and Wyatt Earp. We could do a whole podcast on things where two movies came out. Tombstone. Was it Tombstone? I thought it was another Wyatt Earp movie. It was Tombstone and then there was Wyatt Earp came out. I think there was two Wyatt Earp movies. All right, back to. Then there was was one. Yeah, anyway. Um. You're gonna you're gonna fill us in. Well, I guess I'll train. I don't want to. I don't want to transition yet. If I don't, I'm pretty sure it was Wyatt Earp and Tombstone came out like within a year from each other. It was like not like the same. Oh yeah, Tombstone and Wyatt Earp were at least six months apart from each other. So anyway, so all right, let's get into this music thing. Now we're gonna try to do. Let's try to be like in the past. We've tended to like. The Grammy nominations have happened, but we're not going to go through. We don't need to get into that. Did, like, we'll talk about the Grammy Awards when it actually happens. Yeah, when you're looking at the list for the Grammy Awards, it's like, you know how like when you watch the Grammys, there's always like they cut like basically all the awards, and they're like these just happened, right? Like they <laughs> they cut to like a segment with like, all right, these guys won all the like last year they didn't even have best rock, like. uh they like cut out the rock for okay. the Grammys and like like this has if I was looking at the list and like this has like a million things yeah it did have a lot of things so yeah because uh, I was actually looking for songs that would remind me of what happened this, this year would be a long show like a long show if they had all these on there uh, but anyway so how do you want to structure this well I did like a top 10 list but to be honest I just mine is basically my I guess my ten favorite songs. You didn't do your favorites. Are you playing right? clips? I don't want to play clips for every song because I think that gets old and we tend to overdo it. I might, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna banter, and you yeah. tell me when I need. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring I have up the three clip. songs that I really like this year, and then I got a bunch of songs that I'm like, I can see why they're on the list. All right, and but then you I have a uh, a mashup or a duet, not duet, but um. Another song that came out that I thought was pretty interesting where a, a guy took a really popular song and added an old school singer in it and uh, made a, like kind of a mashup. Is it Baby It's Cold Outside? No. Do you no. have any? <laughs> um, but, well, I think, I think the best song of the year... less structured. Okay. Well, I think the best song of the year was obviously Tanmon song. Tanmon? Yeah. I can't ever it stop is, singing that song. I can't stop singing that song. If you don't know, the Tan Mom is on Tan Mom's on Howard Stern's show, and they made a song called "She's Free to Be Patricia Marie," and it is one of the catchiest things that I've heard in a long time. Like it, it has been in my head for like a month. Tan Mom, Tan Mom. Um, so 
I'll tell you what. We're, is, is that on the list? I it is. I actually did write it down, and I thought about looking it up, but I won't. I don't want to take, you know, a song from a radio bit and make it one of our, you know, our songs. But it is a very catchy song. All I want. Um. So, what are your? Should we just just go through what are the three songs that you that you liked this year? Um. Well, I might have to uh, play mine then. Well, so the, the one of the songs. There's three songs that I really like. One recently just got released. Okay. Uh, but th- I like this Cardi B. Cardi B's album was. Like, I knew she was probably my favorite. I knew album. she was on your. She was gonna be high on and your list. I owe it all. To a uh, Uber driver in Cleveland one day. Okay. We were like hammered. And uh, we needed an Uber driver. And we were driving with this girl and it was like a long drive. And she was like playing that whole album and it had just come out. And I'm like, this is pretty good. <laughs> so, that, that's like, I had an Uber driver in Orlando last year who was playing Despacito. Um and at the request of some people in my party, and then they kept asking him to play it over and over and over again, and that's how I like. So I get it. Um, so like the main song from her album is the "I Like It" song, right? So which is oh, you're gonna play it? Pretty good. So, so is that your song where you said the person took an old school thing? No. Okay. I'm going to save that for later. So so I'm not a huge Cardi B fan. But I, think, I, I think that album was great. Everybody seems to think so, so that's great. Good for her. I actually, if I was going to pick my favorite female rapper song, which did not make my top ten list, was I really like Chun-Li by uh, Nicki Minaj. It's the one she did on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. That was I mean, it's basically just like her... Like, it's a cool beat with, like, some Asian shit and then her talking. And, like, it's not, like, a good song, but I like it. I like it like that. I wanted to talk about real quick in, in uh, you said that this was not a good year for music. Well, I was looking at the nominations and I'm like, eh, nothing really jumped out at me. I agree. Well, but the Grammys usually, it doesn't. So I was thinking, I, I started doing research of my favorite songs this year and I was like this actually was a really good year for music Okay, I think there's a lot of good songs this year a lot of the songs and like even when I was like going through like doing my research they all are like sound the same like they have there's nothing like that really differentiates differentiates themselves from each other it's all kind of the same genre of music that's like on everybody's top list it's kind of like the Pop, hip hop, mick mashup. Okay. You know, like where like a pop star like has a song and then they feature like a rapper and then the rapper like has a verse in there and like it's kind of like a lot of that. I'm trying to think of how many of my songs have that. I think the I don't I don't know if any I think maybe well we'll see. Um, so I really like that Cardi B album. Okay, it's really good. There's a lot of songs I could have used on that one. Um, I like this new Miley Cyrus song with Mark Ronson that just came out. And that video is pretty cool. I thought the video was really Yeah. Cool. Uh, she's on Sound Alive this week, so I'm sure she's okay. playing that. 
nothing breaks like a heart. They kind of like take like a country. Are you gonna, are you going to play this too? Do you want me to? You do whatever you want. I'm not going to play all ten of my songs. I only have three. Okay. And the rest we can talk about. All right. So yeah, so I like that song. It sounds like Jolene. It does sound like a Jolene. Like a sped up Jolene. And then uh, I think my favorite song this year is uh, Havana by Camila Cabello. Is that this year? Yeah. It came out in 2018. I looked it up. Okay. It seems like it's been out for like three years. But I know I like that song a lot. Not that I like play that on repeat or anything, but it's uh, it's okay. I like it. So Miley Cyrus, Camilo Cabello, and Cardi B. Those are your three favorite songs of the year. That's yeah. I don't. I I searched through my stuff. There's no good. Uh, I wanted to say that you know I'm a big Mumford and Sons fan. Their album came out. It was terrible. Their their new album is awful. Um, it's so slow. Um, I like their last album. Yeah. Like this one that just big... came out is like so boring, and they were on Saturday Night Live, and I was like, "You fat definitely fast forwarded, didn't you?" I fast forwarded Jason Momoa to get to them, and then, <laughs> and then it was just like boring. It's like they're like such a fast. I don't understand what they were doing with this. They're like they have ten people in their band. You can't do a slow, slow whole slow album with ten people in your band. Uh, but anyway, so. I've been looking for uh, some some music that I like this year, and it's really kind of. Limited. All right. Well, I'll give you some. I'll give you All some right, recommendations, and then we can. I'm not gonna. Pl- you know, if we get in enough discussion, I'll, I'll play it. I didn't even play Havana. Yeah, you could play Havana. Everyone does it. Okay, uh, so my number ten song was Janelle Monae, "Make Me Feel," which is another really popular song. I had some pop music. I like, Listen, I like Janelle, Janelle Monae. I always, yeah. always say her name wrong. Very attractive lady. Yeah, and she's talented. <laughs> she's in your new Marwa movie. I know. I gotta watch that. Um, I... Yeah, yeah. So this song was like... I thought this was gonna be the biggest song of the year, but it turned out not to be. Because it's kind of got like a Prince groove to yeah. it. So everybody really liked it. Um, you know, when I say it's a good year for music... I also realized, like, the older I get into my 40s, the more my music taste becomes <laughs> more, like, into my, like, a teenage girl. So, <laughs> uh, at number nine, I had This Is America by uh, Childish Gambino, yeah. which you've heard enough times. But, yeah. you know, that music video obviously makes that. The video's really good. Uh, number eight was Sicko Mode by Travis Scott. Are you familiar with that song? Well, I guess this will be the first one I look up. So, Travis Scott, what's what's he famous for? Um, he's done like... Uh, no, isn't he like with one of the Kardashians? Is he? Yeah. I is, think that's like his whole he, thing. Is he the guy that like basically had sex with like all the Kardashians? <laughs> I don't know. But I know I would listen to this song and like I like really liked it. No, that's Scott uh, Dizek. What's that? Scott Disick, isn't that the guy with the Kardashians? Well, he was with one of there's like six or he's with one of the Jenners then. Okay. He's in that he's in the squad. 
Um, you probably, if you heard it, you would know this song. So it's it's on quite a bit here. I'll, I'll play I'll play Travis Scott for you. This isn't familiar to you? I mean, I mean I've heard it. The song goes a bunch of different places. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yes, yeah, so that was my number... It's um, my number eight. You know, it's funny. My friends from home are like, this is... This is a great song. You know, like my hip-hop friends, and I was like, oh, that's awesome. And usually when they recommend something, I'm totally into it. And then I found out that they all listen to, uh, what's his name? The white rapper, um, Logic. Oh, God. And I, uh, I, I had to give him a ruling when I went back home last week that he's whack, according to most people. Oh. And they were devastated by that. They thought that, that I... You know, but one of them showed me a picture of his, like, eight-year-old kid at the concert. I was like, that's pretty much whack. Okay. Uh, number seven is, I have a song from Pusha T. I know, you love Pusha T. If you know, you know. It's a really good song. <laughs> it's a really good song. I'm not going to play it. It's like him just saying, if you know, you know, you know. Uh, good beat. Um, I do. I love Pusha T. Number six um, is Thunderclouds by LSD. Do you know this song? Do not. So you would know this because it's um, it was uh, on an Apple commercial, and LSD is a like I guess kind of a super group. It's some guy who is the L, who I don't know. Uh, you know, it, you could just type it in and it comes up, right? Well, no, because here's what happens. So then it comes up over here. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, it's pretty easy. Well, I, I I did the wrong one. You clicked on the wrong I, fucking song. Um, but uh, so they, I've read of the L guy. Oh, Labyrinth is his name. Sounds um, like something I wouldn't listen to. But the S is Sia, and the D is Diplo, and that's who LSD is. Oh. And so this was on like an Apple commercial, and it's one of those songs that puts you in a good mood, I think. Right? You know that. Yeah, yeah. It's a good jam. Mm-hmm. So that's my number uh, My number six. My number five is just Drake. Drake's had a... Drake Scorpion. Run. I didn't think I'd like this album. I like... I made fun of him. I thought, you know, my it's guy okay. pushed... My guy pushed a T. Yeah. But then um, there's like three songs on it. Um, but... I mean, he got a lot of nominations. Well, whatever. What, who cares? It's no, I'm just great, right. that back in. I got you. Thanks, buddy. In my feelings, you know, with the Kiki, the challenge. Yeah. Did you see this the Will? Smith, good. Did you see the Will Smith version when Will Smith did it? You should look up Will Smith doing, so. doing the In My Feelings yeah. challenge. He's uh, I forget what city. He's yeah. in Budapest. Yes. And he climbs top of a bridge and he's yeah. got a drone with him. It's fucking so badass. Yeah. Uh, I actually tried to do the challenge a couple times, teaching my friend's uh, seven-year-old daughter about it, um, but I didn't feel confident enough to do it. When I was in line in a soccer game, and I still regret <laughs> it. Uh, but on top of that, uh, there's a couple other songs on the album that were good. I didn't think I'd like it. I did. My number four is my secretly probably my number one, but I just can't do it because I'm a man. 
And that's No Tears Left to Cry by Ariana Grande. Because that song is awesome. It is a good song. That's a good video, too. I don't remember the video. Where she's upside down or she's... Really? Yeah. That's a good video. Um, she's, had a, she's had a good year. She's pretty popular. She's pretty... She's on it. Yeah. I, Thank I, you, Next yeah. uh, is like the most popular. Right. And that's yeah. the one everyone would put there. But I, I'm kicking it old school. I'm, I'm talking about like May. I was, <laughs> I was there. Yeah. Uh, so I really like that song. My number three is a song by Foster the People called Sit Next to Me. Um, I won't bore you with you know. I've, I've, I've heard it. Yeah. yeah, it's it's pretty. Yeah, yeah. Um, number two is Post Malone. I like that song. Better, I have better now. Yeah. Number two. Oh, you could. You, all right. I have it. I have it on, on my uh, list. I like it. We'll, we'll maybe we'll play it when we get into your little list. Uh, I, a lot I of people really have a list. I'm all right. Saying. Well, you uh, just said more, you, it's more like, hey, have you heard this song? That's right. Well, let's do it then. Uh, a lot of people would have had Rockstar because that's like his probably one. I think that's the one that's that since we're talking about nominations. Um, but better now is really good. Yeah. Um, I, I yeah I was uh, yeah I was into that. Um, and then my number one song. My number one song is by a band called uh, Lovely the Band. Lovely the band. Lovely the band. And you probably recognize this because it's become pretty popular. Again, I only really like things that are super popular because I'm like a teenage girl now. But um, to do that. yeah, that that's not it. This is this is lovely the band. Have you listened to any of the other songs? No, anything. Because it's just things like, um, no, but that's my favorite song of the year. Okay. And it's also, again, my friend's seven-year-old daughter's favorite song, so I understand where I stand, but, um, I've been listening to that one since late summer. Okay. And, um, yeah. What about, so, what about that song, The Middle, by Zed? So, I feel like that was on last year's list. Like, I, I felt so, too, but I looked it up, and, uh, the middle, because I like that song. No, it was on my li- that was on my list last year, I remember. It came out in 2018. I don't think, I mean, maybe it got, the album got released, but that song... It got released 2018. January 23rd, 2018. Wow, I feel like that was on my list last year, because I, I, I wrestled with that. That and Tan Mom. Yeah, I like that song. And what about uh, the Justin Timberlake, Chris Stapleton show? No, song? no. Not into that. That album's stupid. Yeah. Uh, that song's okay, I guess, but no. that I did not like the that Timberlake album. And like, again, I think I've discussed my dislike of Timberlake multiple times on here because I think he's always performing. He's like really annoying. But... Usually when he puts out an album, I'm like, eh, but this guy does make good music. This is not one of those times. I did not feel that about anything in that. Okay. And all of his music videos were stupid. What? Okay. They were. On what this about album. Girls Like You, Maroon 5, and Cardi B? Uh, see, like, that song, I've, I've, that's the kind of song that I've downloaded, and I'll play it, and I'll like it at first, and it's just like so lame that I have to 
bail on it, but at the same time, I get why it's ca- it's catchy. That's where I come out on that. Okay. What about Taylor Swift? This song. Pretty popular song. They did that video that was like, kind of like a, uh, where she was dancing in the uh, party and out and outside. Um, I think I she didn't get nominated for anything. Which I'm just saying, I'm just bringing it back. What do you think about the fact that she travels around in a suitcase? I heard about this. Is this real? Is that a real thing? I think so. I think she gets rolled around in a rollaway suitcase. But like, I totally get it. Like, I feel if, like that's not a real thing. I don't know. She's so like into her fans and stuff. Like, I saw like a a video of her like being loaded into a, a SUV in her suitcase, and I feel like that that it was a diversion. Like, okay. Do you think that's true? I don't know. I do. I think it's a smart move because you're only doing it when you're in public. Like, and you're not doing it everywhere. You're just doing it for like the. 30 seconds you're in public getting it from your car into the place you got to get to where Seems you're protected. pretty excessive. I don't, I, I don't even know if that's the right word. No, it might be. Um, big movie song. What about the Lady Gaga? It's in my... Cooper song. It's in, it's in my... It was, it was there. It was around. Shallow? Yeah. Um... This Brandy Carlisle song? It'll win, like a, it'll win a Grammy and everything. Or, you know, win, like, uh, an Oscar, right? Shallow? Yeah. It's like, yeah. Song, yeah. Uh, Brandy Carlisle's song was pretty good. I don't know it. I mean, I'm not going to play it for you, but okay. it's called The Joke. Sure. Um, and then, so, I'm not an Ed Sheeran fan. Oh, no. But I was watching, I was driving. And, you know, like his song, Perfect Symphony, came on? No, I don't know it. You know that song. I don't know it. It's a song. Follow my lead. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I do. So, like, I guess he, like, hooked up with Bocelli. Andre Bocelli. All right. And, like, it was actually, like, I didn't turn it off. It was actually pretty good when he comes in and does his Italian version of it. You're like, oh, sounds pretty good. All right. Um, and there's a video of them, like, connecting and meeting for the first time and then getting together and, like, singing together. It was kind of cool. I think the biggest revelation we've learned out of this is that The Middle came out in 2018. I'm just still so, so shocked by that. The Middle is this song. Take a seat. It does seem like it's been out of this song. Yeah. You have to get to the part. <laughs> Pretty good song. I don't know. I, if I knew that that was 2018, you know, I I, guess I would have. I it probably would have made it somewhere in my list. But I I feel like I had it in last year, so it's weird. Um. So yeah, I wasn't really excited about this year's uh, music. Okay, that's it. That's all your songs. It's all my songs. Well, I gotta tell you, I think this went way better than it did last year. I think last year we did music was a disaster. I'm a little embarrassed, I guess, sometimes talking about music because. The thing when I have Ariana Grande on my top five, <laughs> it's a little hard to admit, but uh, you know, 
I thought it was a good year for music. So I mean, that video that she did was is the most watched video. I think I don't want to say of all time because I don't have the thing, but it, it was like eighty million views in like like a week or something. For thank you next. Yeah, I did see that video. Have you seen her impersonation of uh, Stifler's mom? No. Wow. She's actually got some talent in, uh, in like, uh, impersonating people. Okay. Well, if you see her on late night shows. All the things I'm she looking up. She's a very good Britney Spears. Okay. Well, all the things I'm looking up aren't, aren't, um, you know, they're not up to date, so it'll take some time. Um, all right, so what's next? Let's get into this. Let's do some man stuff. Let's talk some football. Oh, jeez. So, <laughs> totally forgot what we're doing. Well, we could do this pretty quickly, I think. Let me just go ahead and we're, we're going to talk about college bowl games real quick. Your ball, college bowl pick'em is a... Oh, that's right. It's a it's a total dud. So I'm we're sorry. talking about bowl pick'em? It is a dud. I was trying to get it going, but... Well, first of all, the setup on... I just want to talk to you about this. Because the setup on your... So, college bowl pick'em is... A, the college bowl pick'em is a... Is a um, pool that you get into where you pick all this year forty-one games, and you rank them from the one you're most um, confident in and the one you're least confident in, and you give them, you sign them each a point value from one to forty-one, um, and then you square off against everybody. The way you set it up it involved spreads. Well, I changed that. Okay, well the spreads are still up there, so I wasn't sure if I was betting uh, the deal with the spreads or not. I changed it. Um, that is the problem number one. Number two, there's not a user friendly system. Like that, I haven't if, even checked. If you're no one was in there. If you're picking 41 games in there, it is like the way that it is set up on the site that you used. It is like impossible. Like, how am I going to remember what I put at 33 and what I put at 17? Like, it is. It's not like you can mix like. The original format was always you can move the bra- you can move them yeah, to see like, which can go which like one drag it right so you can see and you can yeah. and this thing you just have to guess and it, <laughs> it's a mess and I apologize like I'm sorry I know that uh, I know you wanted to get it going obviously you and I were the only ones that entered it so I kind of just quit I started doing it and then I was like I, I just can't do it anymore. Um, but I figured I'd pick some some games I liked or teams I thought were going to win. Speaking of uh, fantasy stuff, I beat Eric. Oh, in fantasy playoffs? He scored like nothing. Okay. He had, he had a rough game. Well, congratulations. All right, I'm on my second. Uh, Are you in the finals? No, I'm in semifinals right now. Who do you play next? I've won five in a row. Wow. Chris, Chris Alperti. Okay. Uh, but my quarterback is someone we're going to be talking about when we talk about the NFL. All right. It's all Kirk right. Cousins. All right. This guy. Um, <laughs> all right. So with the Bulls, are we, I didn't realize we were going to jump right into the Bulls. Oh, I'm sorry. I probably should have remembered. Um, my favorite bet of the whole thing was this West Virginia-Syracuse game. The over, but now no. Will Greer's yeah. out. Will Greer says he's gonna he's gonna take his talents to the yeah. to the combine. He's not gonna even play. Yeah, but you know what that does? That means you should take Syracuse because you're still getting points. One and a half. Yeah, fine. It's gonna be a high scoring game regardless. I don't know. 
That I really liked West Virginia, but now I can't take them. Yeah, no, I have Syracuse uh, as one of my bad, my my best bets. Um, I also like. Um, well, who do you like? And then I'll uh, my probably my favorite bet is um, TCU. I really like TCU over Cal. It's an even uh, spread. Um, Cal's terrible. The Pac-12 is terrible. And, um, you know, TCU's not great, but Cal, I don't know. I just like, I like, I like TCU a lot. Um, I really like Michigan. Minus seven and a half Versus over Florida. Florida. Yeah. And I think Ohio State is a really good bet. At, um, I love Clemson. At 11? Yeah, I love it. I like both. I'm going to parlay Alabama and Clemson at spreads. So I was thinking of teasing Notre Dame and Oklahoma. So teasing Oklahoma up to 20 and oh, teasing Notre Dame up to uh, eight, uh, 17. Oklahoma's defense is so bad that Alabama's going to score. No, I, I agree. Points. I don't think that either. It's like you don't see there's any way that it's not that we're not looking at Clemson yeah. and Alabama part, I guess, three of the last four years, right? Yeah. Is that right? Wait, that so, they've played? So last year, Alabama beat Georgia. The year before that, Clemson beat Alabama. And the year before that, Alabama. Alabama beat Clemson. Yeah. So Alabama is going to be in its fourth straight. Alabama has been just destroying people. I saw this thing that said that they get more, they have more top 100 recruits, defensive recruits in Alabama than um, entire, conf- what was, than like the entire, oh, than the entire uh, Big 12 has. Um, of two hundred top two hundred recruits, like yep. just them alone. Um, I'm going with UCF. Okay, I knew that was going to happen. Even though they lost their quarterback to a really disgusting well, leg injury that could probably take him out for his career. Um, but plus seven and a half, I like that because I think Central Florida is a really good team. Okay. Um, I kind of like, and that. they and they have to go undefeated to like. Right? Like, to have any kind of... I don't know. They've, I don't know. They've won 23 games in a row. So, they're they're pretty good. Um, Iowa. I like Iowa getting seven points for at Mississippi State. It's not even at, but it's wherever they're at. Right. Um, and those are the two games I like. Okay. Um, I like Fresno State on Saturday at the Las Vegas Bowl, which I may or may not be attending, TBD. Um, South Carolina over Virginia, giving four. Yeah, well, Virginia's terrible. So is South Carolina. Yeah, but that's true. (laughs) Um, That's why they're playing each other. And I did have Syracuse. Uh... And you know, for fun, I'm going to take Hawaii. You love getting Hawaii. I, I just wanted Louisiana to do it. Tech. Just I just wanted to do it because I love Hawaii. Um, so yeah, um, I take the over in that game. Oh, BYU over Michigan, Western Michigan. What like BYU should destroy them. BYU is pretty good. Over Western Michigan. Western Michigan. Yeah, BYU is pretty good. Um, those are those are the teams I'd go. Did you do your uh, NFL picks? No, but I 
teams that I like. Well, that's good. Um, so I can't la- tell so you. last week I went three and one, and you went one and three. So let's talk about that. Had a things. rough. Had a rough. There were some really good games on Sunday. Yeah. just so everyone knows. I I hate that I gamble. Um, this happens to me every year, where I pick like this I this ke- Denver game. Well, that we loved. Well, we yeah, but we knew how. We were like, dumb why we is were. this so low? Like we were just couldn't. We knew we were dumb to take that. But you know, something every every year something happens. Like this Miami flea flicker to win to win the game, like the Miami miracle they're calling it. And I that was a pretty good play. It's it's awesome. And every and, year I, I I can't enjoy it because I wind up betting on the other team. And like everybody else gets to have fun. Oh, New England lost. We all hate New England. And it was on a on like a last second play, and it's like great. But I'm like, oh yeah. Well, I had like New England. Tied into basically everything that I bet on on Sunday. So. so Miami, like, every time Kenyon Drake, this guy, gets the ball, like, something good happens. And he doesn't play the entire game. They're sticking to this uh, Frank Gore thing. Um, I don't understand it. But, uh, yeah, Minnesota's, or Miami's now, like, in the playoffs at the moment. Crazy. Um... Well, uh, let's go ahead and let's start getting into So you wanted to talk about your boy, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Did they waste all this money on Kirk Cousins? I, I don't know if it's his fault. Well, it was last night was really bad play calling. Yeah. There was no... every He threw the ball like once downfield and then the guy caught it. And the rest of the time it was just like dump off passes. Right. Which is one of the reasons the guy got fired today. Mm. The offensive coordinator. Right. But... Uh, so you know, Kirk. Did you read about what Kirk Cousins' record is on Monday night? Yeah, he's zero and seven now. <laughs> he's never won on Monday night. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't think Cousins is necessarily the problem. I don't, but I also don't think that um, he was the solution. I don't. You know, what I mean, like, like, would you rather have uh, Case Keenum? I like Case Keenum. I. Well, okay. Can I look? To me, they're in the same plane, so the answer is yes, because Keenum is a lot cheaper. But um, it's neck and neck to me with those two. Okay. What, do you, what about you? Uh, I guess I would I would have kept Keenum just because of the playoffs, uh, how good he was in the playoffs. But, uh, I mean, he had one rough game, but he took them to there. Um, yeah. I've never been a Kirk Cousins fan. I mean, he's been in the NFC East, so we know like that he's terrible. Right. And oh, by the way, are you going to admit that Matt Ryan is terrible now? He's horrible. Yeah, yeah, he's not good, and that contract is a beast. Like that team's in trouble because his contract, like he's making so much money, and yeah. he is really not that good. No, um, I cannot put away any team. I think that their offensive play calling is just so atrocious, too. I'm not saying that that's the reason. Like, I get it. Um, I get what you're saying, but... All right, so what do we got? Um, what are your bets? Wait, there, there's something else I wanted to talk about with all this. Um, well, I guess we, we can bring it up. I'm going to take an over. Okay. All right? I'm going to take the San Diego-Kansas City over 53. It's going to be a good game. Yeah. You know you like that over. Well, is it? What's the weather like? There's a reason why it's a little low. 
Oh, because it's in Kansas City. Oh, and it's a Thursday night. Thursday nights tend to go under. Yeah. Shit. I didn't even realize that. I'm still taking it. It's what I did last week. I'm sticking with my guns. <laughs> You're sticking with it. Um, uh, the one game I really didn't know anything about, I got destroyed on because stupid Denver. But I did say their defensive backs are out, and that was going to be a huge problem. Um, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take that over. San Diego, Kansas City okay. is my first bet. Um, I'm gonna take the Bears again. I liked the Bears last week. I'm taking them this week. Minus six versus the Packers. New coach. Going to be freezing cold. Not that Green Bay is not used to that. But uh, I think Mitchell Zerbisky, you know, he was hurt. Came back. Had a warm-up game. I think he's going to be better in this game. Boom. They're going to win by more than six. All right. I'm taking Green Bay plus six. That's one of my bets, just so you know. <laughs> okay. uh, I think Mitchell Trubisky escaped this week because Jared Goff was just a little worse than he was. was really they had they combined for seven interceptions. Oh I know. That was bad. I mean that was that was bad. Uh I think that the cold kind of figured into Jared Goff. I think one guy who knows how to play in the cold pretty well yeah. is Aaron Rodgers. They're they're still very alive for a playoff spot, the Packers. Yeah they are. Um which is a miracle. Uh, this NFC, just everybody keeps losing. Your team even has a chance at the playoffs still. Dude, they're playing pretty good right now. They are playing pretty good. How good is Saquon Barkley? He is very good. I he I might like, I, I might have to like eat crow on that one, too. He's pretty good. He's fun to watch. Yeah, he's, a, he's great. He's going to be, like, like I said, he's going to be Barry Sanders. Ten years in the league, no playoffs. It's going to be awesome. It's not true. Well, you don't have a quarterback. I don't, you know... And you have a big, you have a big mouth receiver who keeps saying stupid shit every week. He's he's fucking awesome, dude. Who that Just receiver? Not. He's not so awesome this week, is he? No, he was hurt. Well, I mean, I'm saying he's not going to be playing this week either. He's not playing this week. I don't know. I don't think so. I think he's playing. All right. Well, you should know. You're the one in the fantasy league. I know. I have him. He's on my and team. He's on your. Oh well, then you should know these things. He's I already playing. wasn't playing. I hope he's playing. He's got a fucking quad injury. I mean, come on. Oh, because he's such a tough guy. This is this listen, this is part of the problem with this guy. By the way, he's gotta be one of the most overpaid guys too. You have a big mouth. No, he's more not problems. overpaid, he's paid perfectly fine. No, he is an overpaid I'll tell you he's paid perfectly fine. This guy had more more receiving touchdowns this year or uh, last week than than uh Odell Beckham has for the entire season. And that's Amari Cooper of the Dallas Cowboys for my third good. bet. Getting, getting two and a half in Indianapolis. I like that bet. They're hot. I do like the Colts, though. I mean, I, I do. I do think the Colts are good, and they're they're playing for their playoff lives. Cowboys are kind of settled into where they're going to be. So you got the over, and it's Thursday night. Yes. You got Dallas, and you got Green Bay. Yes. And I have Chicago. Yes. My next bet: Buffalo Bills minus two and a half versus the Lions. I am betting this hard. <laughs> what do you like about this game? I just think it's going to be fucking cold. It's going to be... You're going to see... What's his face? Uh, Stafford? No, not Stafford. Uh, Allen. Josh Allen. You're going to see him fucking running all over the place. This guy knows how to run. Um, it's gonna. They're going to win by more than 10 points. I like it. 
I can't, I just cannot bring myself to bet on the Bills. So there's no way. But I like it. Uh, and then um, my next bet is I was gonna say Dallas too, but because they're getting points, and I like that. And then just great. It's it's all right. We Fine. can agree. I like the Cowboys because because there's all right. It's nice of you. They're looking yeah, good. They what do, do you think? What they do you think about good. everything? They're looking pretty good. So that game was very frustrating. Even though it was awesome, they won. I I don't know if you know, but there was refs in that game, and they wanted they wanted you to know every play. There were some they, really good games, and that was one of them. But yes, they the refs be. the refs wanted you to know they were they were at that yeah. every play of that game. There was a lot of flags, and just bad ones too. Yeah. Like that offensive pass interference call against Philly was terrible. Yeah. Um, that first call that, that the Cowboys didn't, that fumble that they shouldn't, you know, like there was enough problems in that, in that game. And, uh, Ezekiel Elegant in the friggin' Dude, That is just a terrible call, you know, like. I mean, it's, it, it's a true, it's a real thing, but you shouldn't call that. No. Um, but, uh, they, listen, if he all these, lowered his head. if all these things line up and Green Bay beats Chicago. Dallas wins, they can move into that three seed. Nope. Yeah, that's very that's very real. Um, Until they play the Giants in a couple weeks, right? So that's the thing, right? We we're just talking about the Giants look tough. They look good. Yeah, um, playing really well. Odell uh, oh, <laughs> overpaid Beckham said that uh, they um, they're going to bring a bunch of teams home. With, they may not be going to the playoffs, but they're going to bring some teams home with them. And then he didn't play. Then he, then he says he's not playing. I think he's playing. Uh, my last bet is actually, I, I actually hate this bet, but I just think seven points is too many. I'm taking the Dolphins at the Vikings. And I don't think the Dolphins are good. And I think that they're like going to be atrocious on the road. I don't think they can win this game, but I think the Vikings just, they keep getting, they keep getting points they don't deserve. I, mean, I, I have a feeling Minnesota is going to wreck my. I, you know, I was just it's listening just to be like one of those things where like they lost. Uh, there's a whole thing that they were just all the media and all right. that shit. And, just, I, and I don't mean to overreact to things that happened last week, but I just don't think Minnesota's that good. Is the thing? They're not, but neither is they Miami. Good defense and uh, so. So what's your fourth? My fourth is uh, Steelers getting a half a point. Uh, or one and a half points at uh, home versus the Pats. Oh, I dislike I dislike this tremendously. They're going to put up some points in this game. But yes, yeah, dude. How? All right. So how slow is? If nothing else, how slow is New England's defense? Well, how slow is Gronk? What, Why it? was he? I out don't there? know. I don't know. He was. I mean, that last play was just like. There's no way that that play should work if only two people touch the ball. <laughs> Yeah, I know. You know, like that was just bad. That was bad football. Yeah, that was really bad. Um, but uh, all right. So you're gonna take. Uh, I, I I don't. I totally. Th- I think the Steelers are a bad football team too. And Ben Ben Roethlisberger's hurt. He's playing, but he's hurt. He's playing. He'll be fine. Um, they're on a third string running back. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. What do you mean it doesn't matter? They're of course gonna, it matters. They're going to they're gonna be fine. Do you think if they Dude. lose again that Le'Veon Bell will tweet uh, or go on Instagram and, yeah. and repost that they he's happy they lost again? He, won, he wants to go guy? to the Colts. All right. Well, uh, I guess we'll see each other next week.
Or, I mean, at this rate, we'll see each other in like three days and do another one of these things. Nice.